Shalom to all. Today's office is about coming off Ayin Aleph, and we are starting about the second line with a quote from the Mishnah, Gonav Atavach B'Yom Kippurim V'Chulu, and today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Merim, Sarabas, B'Yakiv, Maisha, Hernesh, Shama, Shad Havin, Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Rivka, Bas, Rameir, Zev, Hernesh, Shama, Shad Havin, Aliyah. So Mishnah told us that if a person stole an animal and shechted it on Yom Kippur, he's Chayv Dalad Vehei, because there's no Kamalai B'Rabmine over there. However, the Gemara tells us, Ami, they said, Amai, why is that? Nei Diktaleka, there might not be a Din Misa over here, because Karis is a form of Misa B'Dei Shamaim, and that's not meted out by Bezdin down on this earth, so there's no Kamalai B'Rabmine, but Malkus Mi'Ika, there is Malkus, he was over Lavan Yom Kippur, so he gets Malkus, but Kaimalan De'en Oleko Mishalim, and we know that a person does not get Malkus and pay, he only gets Malkus. So Amri, they answered, Hamani Rav Meirhi, who's the Mishnah? It's Rav Meir. The Amr of Meir holds Oleko Mishalim, then a person will get Malkus and have to pay. Ask the Gemara, you Rav Meir, if you want to say the Mishnah's Rav Meir, I feel Tawach B'Shabbos, even if he shechted the animal on Shabbos, he should have to pay Dalad V'Hey. And V'chitim Oleko Mishalim Islay, Mesom Mishalim Leslay, if you want to say, the Rav Meir holds that a person would get Malkus and have to pay, but he would not get Misa and have to pay. Veloy, that's not so. Vatani, we have a brat that says, Gan V'tavach B'Shabbos, if he stole an animal and then shechted on Shabbos, or Gan V'tavach Zara, if he stole an animal and shechted it for Zara, or Gan V'shar Niskal, if he stole a Shar Niskal, which is a Shar that killed a person and his din is that it has to be stoned, Utvach, and then he shechted it, Mishal Mar Baba Chamisha. In all these cases, he does have to pay Dalad Vehei, Divir Avmeir, that's Rav Meir says, Vacham Paitr, Vacham Pater. So we see very clearly that Rav Meir holds that if a person steals an animal and shechts it on Shabbos, he would have to pay Dalad Vehei. And if Aramish is Rav Meir, then why don't we mention that case? I mean, they answered, Barminah Dahi, except for that, meaning that Bryce is not part of our discussion. Why not? Itmar Allah was already stated on that. Amr of Yaakov, Amr of Yechnon, Rav Yaakov said, Mishem of Yechnon, and Barminah, some say, Amr of Yirmia, Amr of Shemin Lakish, that Rav Yirmia said the name Rish Lakish, that Rav Avin, Rav Illa, Bachal Chavrusa, Mishmed Rav Yechnon Amri, Rav Avin, Rav Illa, and the entire Chavrusa, the entire group said the name Rav Yechnon, that Bitevecha de Acher, we're talking about he shechted it through somebody else, meaning Ruvain stole it, but he told Shimon to shecht it from on Shabbos. And it's in that case that Ruvain's Chayv Dalad Vehei, and there's no Kamal Yudramine. Ask the Gemara, how could that be? Could this person do the Avera and another person be Chayv for it? Shimon was the one that did the Avera by shechting on Shabbos. And we're going to say that Ruvain the Ganev has paid Dalad Vehei? How does that make sense? So I'm a Rav, Rav answers, Shani Yachal, this case is different. Domakra, the Pasuk says, Utfachay and he shechted or sold it. Just like selling it is done through somebody else, you can't sell an animal in unless there's another party involved buying it, so too, even if he shechts it through somebody else, meaning he told somebody else to shecht it for him, he would be chai for that. Now, the Be'er Rabbi Shmuel taught in Nebraisa, where do we know this from? When the Pasuk says, the word ay is including, even if a shliach does it for him, he's chai, and the Be'er Rabbi taught, Tachas l'Rabbis Hashliach, when it says that he pays Chamisha Bakar Tachas Hashar, or Arba Tachas Haseh, so his word Tachas is including a Shliach. And that's a scenario that the person would be Chayv Dalad Behei for, but not if he himself shechts it on Shabbos. In that case, he would not be Chayv Dalad Behei because he has Kamalib Drabmine on him. However, Maskafar Amar Zotra, Amar Zotra asks the following question. Is there such a thing that if he would have done it, he wouldn't be Chayv, and if Shliach does it for him, he's Chayv? And that's exactly this case over here. If he would have shechted on Shabbos, he wouldn't be Chayv Dalad Vehei, and all of a sudden a Shliach is shechting it for him, and he is Chayv Dalad Vehei? It doesn't work like that. So Amalir Vashi told him, Hasam, Lav Mishlam Dulay Machayiv, who, over there, if he shechts it on Shabbos, it's not because he's not Chayv, El de Kamalib it's just because we have a technicality, if you will, of Kamalib Drabine, so Piyalacha, we're not going to make him pay the money. However, he still is Chayv for shechting it. Now the Mark team is asking, If you want to say the Bryce is discussing a case where he shechted it through somebody else, and that's why it's Chayv Dalad Vehei, well, my time is Rabban and the Patri. So what's the reason the Rabban 
Rabbanon Pater him. He wasn't the one that shechted it, so there's no Kamal Rabbanay for him, and therefore even the Rabbanon should say that he's Chayv Dal Vehei. So Gemara answers, Amri, they said, Man Chachamim, who are the Chacham that Pater? Reb Shemin, it's Reb Shemin. The Amr who holds, Shechita Shein Ruya Lash Mashchita. A Shechita that's not fitting, meaning it's not a valid Shechita, it's not called a Shechita in the first place, and that's why he's Pater for it. So Amri, they ask, Bishlam Abay Duzar Vashar Niskal. We understand the next two cases that the Brasa brings, where he stole a Shar and Shechted for Abay Duzar, or he stole a Shar Niskal and he Shechted it. Shechita Shein Ruya He, that's a Shechita Shein Ruya. It's not allowed to be eaten. El Shabbos Shechita Ruya He. But if he Shechts an animal on Shabbos, that is considered Shechita Ruya. Did not with Mesh that says, Hashaycha B'Shabbos Rabbi Yamikapurim. If a person Shechts an animal on Shabbos or Yom Kippur, Afal Peshem Shchayv Ben Avshai, even though he's Chayv Misa, Shechita Sakshera, his Shechita is still 100% valid, so that is considered Shechita Ruya. Back to our question, why is he not Chayv Dalat Vehei when his Shliach Shechts from on Shabbos? So I mean, they answered, Savar Lekav Yechana Sandler, Rib Shimon holds Lekav Yechana Sandler. Then now we have Mesh that says, on Vashal B'Shabbos, if a person cooks something on Shabbos, B'Shagig, if he did so B'Shagig inadvertently, Yechal, he's allowed to eat it. B'Mezid, if he did so B'Mezid on purpose, Lo Yechal, he's not allowed to eat it. Different Mayor, that's what Mayor says. Rabbi Huda, I'm Rabbi Huda tells us, B'Shagig, if he cooked a B'Shagig, Yechal, Matzah Shabbos, he's allowed to eat on Matzah Shabbos. B'Mezid, if he cooked a B'Mezid, Lo Yechal, Lamis, he's never allowed to eat it. Now, Rabbi Yechana Sandler, I'm Rabbi Yechana Sandler says, B'Shagig, if he cooked a B'Shagig, Yechal, Matzah Shabbos, La'acherim, V'loy, It's allowed to be eaten on Matzah Shabbos by others, but not by him. B'Mezid, if he cooks a B'Mezid on Shabbos, Loy Yechal, Lamis, it's never allowed to be eaten, Loy Loy, V'loy La'acherim, not by him and not by others. And so we see very clearly that Rabbi Yechana Sandler holds that if something is done on Shabbos, it is usher, and therefore, if something's shechted on Shabbos, that's a shechita she'ena ru'uya. And that's what Rabbi Shemin holds like. Now we just analyze Rabbi Yechan Sandler's shita, my time with Rabbi Yechan Sandler, what's Rabbi Yechan Sandler's reasoning? And the answer is, it's like Rabbi Yechan at the entrance of the Nazi's house. The Pasuk says, you shall guard Shabbos, because Kaidish for you. And what do we learn from here? Just like something which is Kaidish, it belongs to Hektish, it's usher to be eaten, so to Maisa Shabbos, food made on Shabbos, for example, this food that was cooked on Shabbos that Rabbi Yechan Sandler is talking about, it's also Asr Bachila. Ask Mar if that's so, why don't we say the following? Just like something that's hektish is Asr Bana, of Maisa Shabbos Asr Bana. So Maisa Shabbos should also be Asr Bana. And the answer to that is, Tambulim, it says in the Pasik, Lachem. As in this Pasik that we just quoted, Ushmarta Maisa Shabbos ki Kaidish hi Lachem. And what do we learn from here? Shalachem Yehei, it shall be for you, meaning even though we're dealing with Maisa Shabbos and this is done by Isser, still you're allowed to derive benefit from it. Now, Yachal Afil Bishagig, you might think this applies even in case of Shagig. Tambulim, the Pasik says, one who's mechalit, he shall surely die. This is only when a person does a b'mezid, but not b'shaygeg. And continue to discuss the shita. Pliki bar of Acha Ravina, or Acha Ravina argue about this. Chadam or one says, Maisa Shabbos da'iraisa. The Maisa Shabbos, this thing done on Shabbos, like this example we've been discussing, some cooking something on Shabbos, it's usher da'iraisa to eat. But Chadam or one says, Maisa Shabbos da'abonon. It's only usher da'abonon. Now, Madamar da'iraisa, according to Madamar, that Maisa Shabbos is usher da'iraisa. Kid Amr is like what we just quoted. Madamar da'abonon, according to Madamar, it's only usher da'abonon. How would he explain the Pasuk Amakra? It's because the Pasuk says, Kaidash who? It's Kaidash, meaning who Kaidash? Shabbos itself is Kaidash, vain mice of Kaidash, but something done on Shabbos isn't Kaidash. So now that we have a clarity on this, we ask in context of Shechlin an animal on Shabbos and this Braisa. According to the Mandarma, the mice of Shabbos is Asr Dai Raisa. Based on top, we've come to the situation, the Pati Rabbanon, the Rabbanon Pater, if a person Shechs an animal on Shabbos because this is considered a Shechita Shein Ru'uya, and therefore he's Pater from Dalad Vehei because it's a Shechita Shein Ru'uya. El Mandarma Drabbanon, but according to the Mandarma, the Mandarma, Maiser Shabbos is only Asr Drabanon, Amai Pater Rabbanon. Why did the Rabbanon Pater him in this Brisa? Since Maiser Shabbos is only Asr Drabanon, that means the Oy 
Shechita, it is a valid act of Shechita, and therefore you should be Chayv Dalav Hey when a Shliach shechts this animal for him on Shabbos. So Gemara answers, you're right, Asha'ara, it's on the other cases of the Brisa, namely when the Rabbanon, which we explained was Rab Shemin, said in the Brisa that he's Pater, he means he's Pater for Dalav Hey in the other cases mentioned by the Brisa. Avaydazar, Vashar Niskal, that's the case of Avaydazar and Shar Niskal. But you're right, in the case of Shabbos, when he has a Shliach shech this animal for him, he is Chayv Dalav Hey. Now we go back to discuss the first Band Almayr, Rav Meir, a corner of Meir, why would he be chayv when he shechts for Avayi Dezara? Given the shechah porta, the moment he shechted it just a little bit for Avayi Dezara, Asra, he asra this animal now, because now it's considered for Avayi Dezara, so it's Asra Ba'na, and Idach, when he shechts the remainder of it, Yisura Anahu, it's already considered Asra Ba'na. Vladimir Katavach, and it means he's not shechting the animal that belonged to the original owner, because again, the moment he started the shechita, it's now consecrated for Avayi Dezara, making it Asra Ba'na, taking it away from that original owner, and therefore when he completes the shechita a moment later, and that's the time it's considered to be officially shechted, it's not like he's shechting that person's animal, so he shouldn't be chayv dalav v'hey. So Amorava answers, but Amor, we're referring to where the person said, that's only when the shechita's finished, it should be considered to be for avaydazara, and therefore we have two things happening at the same time. The fact that he's sacrificing this for avaydazara, and that he did an official act of shechita that would be mechayv him in dalav v'hey, and that's why it's considered like he's shechting that person's animal, and not one which is asr but the market is asking, Shar Niskal, Isra Ninhu. If he's shechting a Shar Niskal, that's Asr Bano. Lav de So once again, he's not shechting the animal that belongs to the owner. Again, as we had explained briefly before, a Shar Niskal is an animal that gored somebody and killed him, and therefore it has a chiv of skila. And the moment it gets his din tired that it's chiv and skila, it's Asr Bano. So when he shechts this animal, he's not stealing it from the owner, it's Asr Bano anyway. So Marav, Rav answers over here, Achamai Skinon, what are we talking about? Kigat, for example, Shemasri Lashaymer, Ruvain, the owner of the animal, gave it over to a Shimer to watch, Vehizik base Shimer, and it damaged in the house of the Shimer, Vuad base Shimer, and it became a Muad in the house of the Shimer, Venigmar Dino base Shimer, and the Bezin Paskin that this jar had to be killed while it was still in the house of the Shimer. And that means that it becomes Asr Ba'na in the house of the Shimer, and the Shimer would be Chayv to pay the owner for that. Now, Rameir Savla Krib Yaakov, Visavla Krib Shimon, Rameir holds a Krib Yaakov, and he holds a Krib Shimon. Savla Krib Yaakov, he holds a Krib Yaakov, Damru holds Avmishanigmar Dino, Echziru Shimel Ba'alim, Mokhsar, that even if after Gmar Din, and that means that this animal's Asr Ba'na, if the Shimer takes this animal and gives it back to the owner, it's considered like he gave it back to him and he doesn't have to pay him for a brand new animal. Even though this animal is going to be taken away by Bezin tomorrow and stoned, still it's considered like he returned the animal. And with Savala Krib Shimon, Rameir also holds a Krib Shimon to Amar who holds that something which is is considered like Mamanis. And we'll explain this in a minute. Let's just continue. Then now we have a Mishnah that says, Rib Shimon, Rib Shimon says, if a person has Kachim, that he's Chayv in their Achrayas. For example, the person took upon himself. I'm going to bring a carbon, and then he designates an animal for that carbon. Now, if something happens to that animal, let's say it dies or it gets stolen or it gets a mum, he's still responsible to separate another carbon, and then it was actually stolen from him. Chayev, that Ganev is Chayev to pay Kefel. Now, you might say that Ganev doesn't have to pay Kefel because he stole Kudshim. He didn't steal a regular animal. He stole something that was designated as a carbon, and we know that Kefel is paid only when you steal from your fellow, not from Kudshim, but still is Ganev is Chayev and Kefel. Alma, we see from here, Davar Garmla Mamain, Kemama Dami, that something which is Garmla Mamain is Mamanis. And how is a Garmla Mamain over here, as we just explained a moment ago, that if something happens to this animal, the owner would have to bring a new animal in its stead as a carbon. So that's considered garmla mamain. When he has it, it's considered mamanis. And when he doesn't have it and he has to bring a new one, that's also garmla mamain. That means he has to cough up more money for another animal. And now we combine these two things and understand why Rav Meir would be mechaiv in this case of Shar Niskal, even though Shar Niskal is Asr Ba'na. As we said, we're talking about a case where Reuven had given his Shar to Shimon to watch, and it was in Shimon's Rishos that it became Asr Ba'na because Bezdin Paskin it has to be killed. Now, 
Now, this is something which is a Dabra Garm Lamamain, because if it gets killed by Bezdin while it's still by Shemin, Shimon would have to repay Ruvain for this animal of his. However, let's not forget that Rabbi Yaakov just said before that if Shimon would take this animal before it gets killed by Bezdin and gives it back to Ruvain, that's considered like he gave him back his animal. And therefore, even though it might be Asurbana, still something which is considered Mamanis, and therefore, when someone steals it and shechts it, he'd be Chayv Dalad Behe for that. Now, Rav Kana, Rav Kana said as follows, I said the following in front of Rav Zvin are we able to say that our mission is Reb Meir and not Reb Shimon? That's what we said before. Our mission is Reb Meir, and it clearly seems not to be Reb Shimon, because in this bride that we brought right afterwards, proving that it's Reb Meir, who argued with Reb Meir? Reb Shimon. But how can we say that? Bakhtani Seifa, the Seifa of our mission tells us, Reb Shimon Paiter Bishne Elu, that Reb Shimon Paters with these two things, Mechlal, that's Mashma, the Bakul Masnis and Maida, that he agrees with the rest of the Mishnah, and he's only arguing on those two things. So Amr Leir, Zimrada told him, Loy, that's not the inference. Mechlal, what we really should infer is the Maida that he agrees to two cases before that, which is shechting for a fu and for klavim. The last part of the Mishnah mentioned four cases, and Reb Shimon argued with the latter of those two cases. And Reb Zimran is saying that the inference we make from Reb Shimon's argument is that he's arguing in the last two cases, but he agrees with the first two cases, but not with the rest of the Mishnah. And therefore, the Mishnah could be Rav Meir and not Rav Shimon. And continuing to explain the Mishnah, we said, that if he stole an animal from his father, he shechted or sold it, and then his father died, he has to pay dollar behay. Now, knowing that, the Gemara tells us, Let's say he stole a shar belonging to two partners, Utvachai, and then he shechted it, and he admitted to one of them that he stole it and shechted it. Now we know that Moedabiknaz Pater, so he doesn't have to pay that partner five shvarim. The question is, Mahu, how do we view payment in regards to the other partner? The Torah says that he pays five bakar, and maybe we say that he doesn't pay five half bakar. And since he's Pater from paying one partner, maybe he doesn't have to pay the other partner either, because he doesn't have to pay five half bakar. I don't perhaps chamisha bakar merachmana vafil chamisha chatzoy bakar. Maybe when the Torah says that he has to pay five bakar, that means he even has to pay five half bakar to the other partner. Amr Leir of Nachman told him chamisha bakar merachmana v'loy chamisha chatzoy bakar. He only pays five bakar and not five half bakar. However, we have a question for our Mishnah. We had just learned Ganu Mishal Aviv. Let's say he stole a shar from his father, b'tavachumachar, and he shechted or sold it. Ba'achemais Aviv, then his father died. Mishal Tashlumi Arba v'chamisha. He pays dalad behe. Now v'hacha over here came into Mais Aviv since his father died. Kamasha kandem ha'idol echad mehem. Dummy. That's like him admitting to one of them. What does that mean he's admitting to one of them? So when his father dies, who does he have to pay to? He pays to his father's estate, which is all the Yarshim. And he's included in one of those Yarshim. So obviously he doesn't pay himself. He only pays Dalad Vehei to his brothers. So let's just put numbers to this. Let's say he stole a shar, so he has to pay five, and he has four brothers. So that means in this scenario, he would only have to pay four Shvarim and not five, because he would get to keep that fifth one for himself. But here's the thing it's like he's admitting to one of them. Since he doesn't have to pay this payment to himself, it's just like being Mudd Knas and he's Putter. But Tani, nonetheless, we learned, he does have to pay dollar behay. So it should be the same thing in the case of the Shotfim, that even though he admits to one of them, he still should have to pay. Amr Nachman told him, what are we talking about over here? We're talking about where his father brought him to a Din Taira before he died. And once a God was brought to a Din Taira, and we're Mechaev him in Bezdin to pay dollar behay, so then him admitting that he's Chaev is not going to potter him. And that's why he has to pay the estate dollar behay. Let's say his father didn't bring him to a Din Taira before he died. Died, what would the halacha be? That he wouldn't have to pay dollar behay? Well, if so, instead of the seifa teaching, and the seifa is a mission in a couple of daf, if he stole from his father, and then his father died, and then he shechted or sold it, he doesn't have to pay dollar behay. Well, why don't we just make a differentiation in this case itself? Why don't we just say, when is it that he has to pay dollar behay? When his father took him to the entire before he died, but if his father didn't 
didn't take him to a din tire before he died, he doesn't have to pay the halal vehei, even though he shechted it while his father was still alive. So he responded, Achinami, you're right, the Mishnah could have said that. However, I did not have since the Reisha, meaning our Mishnah, says the following, that he stole something from his father, shechted it or sold it, and then his father died. So Nasif Seif Nami, that's why the Seif also says, in order to remain consistent, that he stole from his father, then his father died, and then he shechted or sold it. But you're 100% right, even if he would have shechted or sold it before his father died, but his father didn't bring him to a Din Taira, so then he wouldn't have to pay Dalad Vahey after his father dies. Now this whole conversation between Rav and Rav Nachman took place in the evening, and the Gemara tells us, let's Safra, the next morning, Amar Leir, Rav Nachman told Rava, Chamisha Bakar Rachmana, the Torah says that he has to pay five Bakar, Vafilu Chamisha Chatzai Bakar, and that tells us that he has to pay even Chamisha Chatzai Bakar, and that means that even if he admits to one partner, he still has to pay five Chatzai Bakar to the other one. And Rav Nachman now explains why he didn't answer this the previous night. The reason why I didn't tell you this last night, I am based on Ralph on top, is because I didn't eat ox meat. Now Rash explains that he's just saying a mushal. I didn't delve deeply enough into the sugya. He's calling the sugya meat of an ox, and that's why I didn't give you the proper answer. According to Tysus, he was saying literally, I didn't eat any food and I was fasting, therefore I didn't give you the proper answer. So now that we have this new answer, we have a question. So what's the difference between the Rish and the Seifa? Meaning, what's the difference between our Mishnah and the Mishnah later on Ayin Dalid? Let's review. Our Mishnah is talking about a case where he stole it from his father and shechted it, and then his father died, and he would have to pay Dalid Behei. That Mishnah is talking about where he stole it from his father, his father died, and then he shechted it. Well, now that we have his Joshua from the Pasuk, Chamisha Bakar, Vafil Chamisha Bakar, what's the difference shechting it before or after his father died? If we have this Joshua, he should have to pay Dalid Behei in both scenarios. So he responded, Reisha Karina Be Kule Bisura. In the Reisha, when he shechted it while his father was still alive, we can say that he shechted it entirely be'isr, because his father was alive, and therefore shechting it is completely usr, namely, he technically could be chayv in dalad v'hey, whereas seifa, like harina be'ut v'chay kule bisura. In the seifa, when he shechted it after his father died, the entire act of shechting it is not considered usr. Why is that? Like we just explained previously. If he shechted it after his father died, part of the dalad v'hey payment is going to go to himself, and therefore even the act of shechting it itself is not 100% usr, because part of what he's shechting is considered his. As opposed to when he shechts when his father's alive, you're right, even though when the payment's being made after his father died, he received some of that payment, but when he did the act of shechting it, that's 100% be'isr, because it was his father's animal that he shechted, and that's why he would still be chayv dalad v'hey. We're going to stop here for the day, and Pekka tomorrow continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.